Welcome to our podcast, Movies and Martinis. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy, and we're reviewing trending movies and shows with two completely different perspectives and ranked by delicious martinis. Hmm. So how many martinis was it worth? Make sure you listen to find out. What's up, everyone? Welcome to our podcast. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Hey, Priya, how you doing? Good, how you doing? I'm good. Hey. I love our little intros. It's always the same. How it's you doing? so, it's, hey, it's real. It's what we <laughs> ask. It's, it's We care. We care about how we're doing, right? Yes. So you're good. Yes. Awesome. So thank you guys for listening, because today we're yeah. talking about We Have a Ghost. Yes. Ooh, spooky, spooky. So We Have a Ghost, by the way is actually on Netflix right now. It's pretty new. You've probably already watched it. If you haven't, total spoiler alert. So we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be telling you all <clears throat> about it, how it ends, what the who the cast is, and all the great stuff. So if you plan to watch it, maybe pause, go watch it, come back to us. Or if you're not going to watch it or watch it or whatever, whatever, and you're good with it, then roll with us because we're going to tell you all about how we felt about this movie. Yes, yes. So it's starring our boy David Harbour from Stranger Things. Yes, Anthony, Anthony Mackie from Marvel. Yes, and yes, yes. Our girl Jennifer Coolidge. Okay, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna jump on that right off the bat. I'm jumping on that immediately because hello, the entire um promo. Yeah. yeah, the trailer, the promo. Uh, it's with her. And so immediately, I remember like the minute I saw it, I instantly texted you like, oh my God, she just released another movie. Priya, we got to watch it because she's in it. It's got to be great. So I'm sure that was the entire marketing scheme here. Okay. She's hot. She just had, you know, the White Lotus. She mm-hmm. had all these, the, the, the movie with J-Lo. She's had all these things happening. She's trending. We need her Let's give her a part in the movie for, I don't know, what, three or five minutes, and then that's it. But she'll sell the movie for us. So sure enough, they caught us. I don't know if you would call that uh, gaslighting us or what the heck they did. But hello. she like You wait for her, and she's in and out, like in a flash. You're like, what happened? Well, you know what? I didn't even see the trailer until afterwards. So I was just looking for something to look at, and I saw it. And I saw David Harbour was in an Anthony Mackie. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. So I just Aww. put it on while I'm like doing stuff around the house, cleaning. I didn't even know she was in it. So when I saw the scene, mm-hmm. I was just like, what? Oh, no, no, no. Well, so I watched it because she was in it. So I had Sam and Kyle over and I told him, okay, let's watch this movie. It has Jennifer Coolidge in it. And Samantha was like, yeah. And Kyle looked at her like, who? He goes, you love her. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and that was it. We sat to watch it. And the minute we watched so we started watching, right? The minute that the movie starts, I can tell you, Priya, instantly I'm in love with Kevin. Like I just, he stayed in the car. He's not into what they're looking at when they're looking at this new haunted house yeah. that they're going to be purchasing uh-huh. the parents. Wait, shouldn't we so give a, let's give a summary about <laughs> talking about the movie already. We need oh, I'm going straight summary. into it. I was, going, I was <laughs> diving in. Like, what the hell is it about? Mercy and Priya. All okay. right, Priya. Tell them. And then I'm jumping into Kevin. Go. All right, so usually I read off the IMDb summaries, but this thing is long as heck. So I'm just going to give you a couple sentences. 
So finding a ghost named Ernest haunting their new home turns Kevin's family into overnight social media sensations. But when Kevin and Ernest investigate the mystery of Ernest's past, they become a target of the CIA. So we have the ghost is about Anthony Anthony Mackey's uh, character trying to exploit the fact that they have a ghost in the house and Kevin and his son trying to like help the ghost, even though his dad's exploiting the ghost. And then it turns into this whole big like investigation, both from the CIA and from Kevin and his friend trying to find out where where's Ernest? How did Ernest die? How did he end up in this situation? Yeah, so it's really like a wild ride. Like so, a- <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So the movie kind of starts where you see that it is haunted. The house is empty for a long period of time. And now there's this new couple coming in with two sons to look at the house. And of course, um, Frank is the dad with his wife looking at the house. And Kevin is their youngest son. They have two boys. So Kevin decides to stay in the car with his headset on, not caring about what the heck is happening. He's totally disconnected and as the movie emotionally disconnected from his dad and family. And as the movie goes along, you kind of learn why um, and the struggles that he's had with his dad and the family. And it kind of takes you everywhere. But the bottom line is that right off the bat, when they buy the house and they settle in, Kevin meets Ernest. Ernest is the ghost and the ghost is a nice ghost. He's like Casper, the friendly ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great movie. You know, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't even know where to go with it. I just have to tell you before we even go any further that not only was I watching the movie, but when I finished watching the movie that same evening, I got a text from Raquel, my other daughter telling me, Oh my God, I just watched the cutest movie. Yeah. And I'm like, really? What'd you watch? So she tells me, I saw we have a ghost. It was such a cute story. And I told him like, oh my God, I just finished it. Like right now, what are the odds? And she's like, wasn't it great? I'm like, yeah. So I text Priya, you've got to watch this movie. She goes, yeah, it was really cute. I watched it. I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) And then I have my other friend, um, so I text her. I'm like, hey, you'd love this movie. She goes, wasn't it cute? I'm like, what the heck? Everybody Everybody watched it the same night. And many people thought that Jennifer Coolidge was going to be the main actress, but she has a very small part. She's actually a reporter. Basically, is she a reporter or a psychic? No, she's a reporter. I think she's a, oh yeah, she has a show. You're right. You're right. She has a show. And yeah. And that she, to bring the show to the house to meet the ghost and to talk about that. So yeah, you're right. But going back to when the family buys the house and Kevin comes into the house, he's kind of exploring the entire house and he makes it to the attic. All of a sudden, the ghost comes out, which is Ernest. And everybody in my house immediately yelled, oh, my God, Netflix. Uh, not Netflix. I take that back. Everybody yells, oh, my God. Um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Like the dad, <laughs> Stranger Things. So we're all laughing like, oh, my God. So anyway, um, Kevin immediately records him Ernest, as he has his arms waving in the air and just kind of yelling and trying to scare him and kevin loses it cracking up he's like are you kidding me are you kidding me right now really is that supposed yeah, to be his scary? Ghost game was weak <laughs> yeah so he's filming him cracking up and then Ernest just feels terrible like what wait that's always worked why aren't you scared and yeah. it goes on and on and they actually bond and and create a friendship and the entire movie is about Kevin helping Ernest 
find out why happened, why he's stuck in our world. Why hasn't he crossed over? What happened? What went wrong? And it's a really pretty story. Um, it has, you know, different things happening at the same time as most movies do. So it has um, the CIA involved with this lady, uh, Dr. Leslie Monroe, who's out to find a real ghost so they can do experiments so that they can un better understand the whole <clears throat> realm of the ghost and, you know, why they're here, when they leave and yeah. all these uh, and questions that, that character that character is actually played by Tig. Uh, Notaro. Yeah, Notaro. Mm -hmm. And she's a great comedian. She really she's is. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, so, you know, so you have that that whole part of it. Then you have the part of Frank, who's the dad. And Frank struggled pretty much his whole life trying to figure out an easy way out. Like he, he works because you could tell that he does work, but he's just always, I guess, picking the wrong things and they've moved time and time and time again. And he's always focused on making a dollar. And apparently the last place that they had lived that he was part of a pyramid scheme. And so it was all these different crazy things that just have his son, Kevin completely at a loss. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with it. You're always looking out for yourself and you sacrifice our time. And, and so it goes, um, you go through different parts of the movie where you see that relationship that Frank is so desperately trying to rebuild with his son, Kevin. And Kevin's completely focused on his newfound relationship with this ghost. Um, and so you want to talk a little bit? I totally took over, Priya. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like watching you watch me. I'm like, like okay. sitting here sipping my water. Like I listening. Like, I'm, I'm totally listening, Mercy, as I'm sure everybody else is listening. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So tell us. Okay. So you take it on from there. Tell us about Ernest. What's what's Ernest's um, history and okay. why is Ernest stuck there? Okay. So and what's his real name? It wasn't his real. I don't even remember his real name. So. We find out later on that, like Mercy just said, that Ernest is not his real name because, so we're trying to figure out how he died in the house. Why is he haunting the house? Why he cannot leave? And then Kevin does some investigating and finds his business partner uh, because he sees some photos of Ernest with the business partner, partner in a bar. He's wearing his business partner's shirt. So Ernest is the name, is the actual name of his business partner. Is that his real name? And mm. it's so sad. We don't even know that. His real name. <laughs> but yeah, so Ernest is the name of the business partner. He's wearing a shirt. So they go down a rabbit hole trying to find out, you know, where this business partner is. They go to his house and they meet him. And the business partner tells them this whole story about how Frank was this, uh, not Frank, um, Ernest the the ghost was a deadbeat father dropped off his daughter at their house left they don't know exactly how he died they claiming that he drank himself to death or something like that and uh comes to find out that the business partner had murdered him and buried him in the backyard of the house yes no, no it's his brother-in-law yes. it's his brother but it's the daughter okay the brother-in-law slash business partner so his okay yeah, were, were they in also, business? Yeah, they were in business together. But the brother-in-law part, I did forget. Yeah, it's so his brother-in-law. He does it because the wife, who couldn't have kids, wanted his the daughter, yeah, baby, because the mom had died. Yes, during birth, right? Yes, okay. something like that. 
something like that. <laughs> but the wife is like, so the brother-in-law slash business partner, his wife is comatose or like sitting in a chair, not knowing what's going on. I don't know what's going on with her. And Kevin walks in and he sees her sitting there and the guy's like, oh, don't worry about her. She's, this is how she is. Um, which is kind of like karmic if you think about it. Like if she wanted to steal the kid and they succeeded in it and they killed David's character and now she's sitting for the rest of her life all comatose, right. that's karma. Right. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I thought the same exact thing. And funny enough, once you learn about the shirt, like you were saying, because he actually takes his his brother-in-law's shirt. Um, no, no, the brother-in-law killed him. Right. And, and put his uh, shirt that was full of blood from killing him. And that shirt happened to be his bowling shirt and put it on David's character. Right. Yeah. So his name Very was Randy. Mm-hmm. So oh, Randy. Okay, right. there we go. Right. So the joke here is that once you find out his real name is not Ernest, everybody keeps referring to him as Ernest. Mm-hmm. But I had Sam here watching the movie with me. And every single time the word Ernest com- came up, she would yell, it's Randy. <laughs> It's Randy. It's not Ernest. It's Randy. <laughs> Call him Randy. But that was it. They baptized him as Ernest. Yeah. And he was basically a friendly ghost. Yeah. Ernest the friendly ghost. Yeah. Uh, so they figure everything out. They find out that the brother-in-law slash business partner killed him. And then the brother-in-law comes to Kevin's house where David was murdered and tries to off the family because now they know what happened. And in that situation, uh, Kevin and his dad, everybody's fighting him. And then he ends up uh, dying and, you know, part of the altercation, the brother-in-law slash business partner ends up dying. What is his name, Mercy? I keep on saying brother-in-law. What's the character? Ernest. What's in it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't even want to say Ernest because that's the name of, see, this is a really like, this is messing me up. Um, I get you. Yep. So he goes, he, he dies in the altercation and the police come. They, you know, obviously explain what happened. And then after that, towards the end, Kevin finds the daughter that was stolen from Randy. <laughs> and they meet up with, with Randy the ghost on a shoreline, some random place somewhere. Uh, the daughter gets to meet him, say her goodbyes. Kevin says his goodbyes. Oh, to now, of course, before we go to the end, and, and it has a beautiful ending. Yeah. Um, before we go there, there's a a love connection also between Kevin and Joy. Joy is his oh, classmate yeah. that he meets, who's his next door neighbor. Huh. Um and she's brilliant. So she helps him with researching where Ernest is from. And then they kind of go on a road trip with Ernest to find his roots or what's happened in the past and uh, where he last took his daughter to, which was his his brother-in-law's house. So Ernest's wife, who passed away when she had their daughter, had a sister. The sister could not have children. When this, when Ernest's wife passed away and left him with the daughter, the sister-in-law, his wife's sister, was upset and evil and wanted the little girl to raise her as her own because he wouldn't know how to raise his daughter properly. 
that when they show you clips, he was raising her beautifully. They had a beautiful bond, their relationship. So he was just coming over to visit so that his daughter could know her aunt and have a relationship with the aunt, not knowing that the minute that he walked into the house, they would kill him. Mm -hmm. And so that's why he's still on earth. And that's why he hasn't really crossed over because he feels his daughter never knew the truth. They made it seem like your dad dropped you off one day and disappeared and never cared enough to call back or send you letters or write or do anything. Yeah. So it kind of left the daughter in limbo thinking, mm -hmm. wow, he just abandoned me. And he needed to give closure to that and let his daughter know, no, I never abandoned you. I just took you for a visit and they killed me. And it's when they find out what happened that he's able to actually go back because he's made his peace here on earth. And so I just wanted to throw that clip in before you got to the ocean park. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, it's so funny at the end when he's about to go, I did have a moment there because the daughter only spoke to him for a second. And I know it's, it's just how they set up the scene. The daughter spoke to him for, well, not for a second, for a little oh, while. Nice. And then mm -hmm. Kevin spoke to him and the Kevin was the last one to speak to him before he disappeared into the, like the sunset. Right. Um, but the daughter was just off in the distance looking like, oh, how sweet. Like, wouldn't she be right there? Like, the way that scene was weird. Like, wouldn't yeah. she be standing there waiting for her dad to cross? Like, I would not leave. I'd just stay yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same exact way. I really felt that. I thought like, oh, my God, if I got to see my dad like one more time after missing him since I was a little girl, yeah. I'd be hugging him and being with him. And like, I wouldn't want to let him go until it was till he went back to dust. Right. Right. Very last second. Uh, yeah, but I think it was more like the whole storyline was based on the relationship between Randy, mm -hmm. not Ernest, but Randy and Kevin. Yeah. And and their relationship actually brought Frank, Kevin's dad, to realize, you know, my son is actually a better human than I am. Mm -hmm. So I need to step it up. And and he does, and everything works out. Like and it great movie right at the end everything works out everybody's happy everybody learns something from it Ernest gets to cross over his daughter gets to know the truth the other everybody everything works out perfect and even Dr. Leslie actually saves um Randy when they have him captured and sets him free so yeah. that he can so go that was that was like some Ghostbuster stuff right there. Yeah. They had him in, in a containment unit. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> when they right, which was him. not what she expected. Yeah. And she was the scientist behind all of it. And she felt, you know, this is, we're just doing research and so we mm -hmm. can better help them. But that wasn't the case. That was like, you know, it's typical. It was all about money and how they were going to mm -hmm. monetize on having of course. him. Like what is, I mean, but really like how naive can you be? Like is, as a scientist, like, you know, you're working for the government. The government's going to have alternative mode, ulterior because they were funding her project to capture him. Yeah. They yeah. obviously had a motive of what they were going to do with him after the fact. So that was just kind of naive on her part, yeah. on her character's part. Yeah. So how many martinis right. would you give it? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, you know, I thought it was a little bit long mm. for my kind of taste. I did not appreciate that they put Jennifer kind of, um, you know, Make, what, us to believe that she was the big star in the show they gaslit the us yeah they gas mercy they said they, she's like they totally gaslit us with they did. jennifer in the in the trailer yeah they didn't need her i don't think i think the movie didn't need her it was just wonderful without her um although i loved her in it 
they, it wasn't necessary. I think the CIA part was like a little bit of an overkill. I think they could have done without it. Uh, but the story plot itself about Kevin, his family, and uh, Ernest or Randy and his family was beautiful. But because they included like, you know, sometimes less is more. Because of that, I'm going to give it a four mm. as opposed to a five. I think if they had taken out the whole CIA part, and the whole stupid part that they added with Jennifer just to add her there. Yeah. Um, it would have been a better movie and maybe even a, a little bit shorter and they would have gotten to the plot. Yeah. So, so. You, I, I, I agree with you in terms of it feeling long because I actually had to look and be like, is this a comedy? Is this supposed to be a comedy? Yeah. <laughs> like what's so happening, many, right? There were so many serious plot points in this yeah. movie. You know, everything from Kevin and what he was dealing with, with his relationship, with school, you know, just being different, what he was dealing with with his brother, what the dad was dealing with, like, even it like a lot. Ernest, Ernest the Ghost and his, like, it was a lot, you know? And I was yeah. like, this is not a comedy. This can't be a comedy. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I I actually would give it three and a half martinis. Okay. For that, for the same reason you. you stated, but, you know, I'm just going to give it, because... I kept on thinking, I, you know, when I saw it, I was like, oh, is this going to be like Eddie Murphy's ghost movie? And I know Eddie Murphy's movie was more like for kids, but right. that's what I was thinking in my head, but it totally. Yeah. It was, but it had a good plot. I, I think it's worth watching. I do think mm -hmm. it's worth watching. It is playing right now on Netflix. Um, I think you should catch it if you haven't watched it already. Um, and if you've watched it or you're gonna watch it we would love to hear how many martinis you'd actually give it yes yes so definitely let us know mercy gave it four four martinis i gave it three and a half make sure you check it out tell us how would you Absolutely. how you would rate it yeah thank All you right, for listening y'all yeah have a great one we'll talk to you on the next one yeah like share follow bye, <laughs> bye.